this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thanks for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. If you didn't know, we do over 100 different after shows a week for your favorite TV series. We do it in podcast and video form, and it's never been easier to start your own podcast to get in with us and talk about the things you love. If you've ever thought about it, go to anchor.fm start to start your own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and super easy to use. Now, Anchor can match you with sponsors who want to advertise on your show and get you paid right away. Doing over 100 shows a week, it makes it so much easier to be able to cut out things that we want to cut out and insert things that we want to insert to make the show the quality that you, the fans, deserve. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start. That's anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. I can't wait to hear it. Christmas time in May? Yes, that's right. The village residents are celebrating Christmas, but not everyone is a part of the Christmas cheer. Oh, man. Nick and Sarah, they have their face off. And Katie and Sarah have another face off. It's so much drama, but a lot of love as well. We're going to talk about all that more coming up. Plus, we have got a special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Whoa! Whoa! Caught off what? guard. Was not expecting that. <laughs> wow, that a surprise. We I was ready for intro. my after buzz shake. No, I was about to do this too. I was like, wait, that's a different song. Like, a little after buzz jingle, then Hold this on. whole new thing. Right? Hey they guys. Surprised us. <laughs> Huge surprise. We've got all the things going on tonight. Um, well, you guys, I am your host, Elle Marie, and I have with me my lovely co-host. Hey everyone, I am AJ. What's up, guys? I am Benny Adams. And like I said, we have a special guest tonight. Guys, we have Gerard Haynes, who is Skyping in with us tonight, who plays Ben on The Village. How are you tonight? Hey. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. It's a pleasure, and I'm humbled uh, yes. to be on the show. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan, so thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for um, Skyping in with us tonight. I know it's like pretty late, so thank you so much for that. So what we're going to do is just go ahead and hop into like breaking down this episode, and then uh, towards the end of the show, we'll get to know you a little bit more. Um, but right now, everyone, and so Gerard, you can hop in like at any time or while we're talking about the show. We'll probably ask you some questions about the episode as well. Um, did you watch this episode, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I checked it out. Okay, it great, out. awesome. I got a lot of questions, so <laughs> yeah. be ready. Yeah. So, what were you guys' overall thoughts about this episode? Hmm, my overall thoughts, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I think next week, I'm waiting on next week's episode. Mm -hmm. This was, like, leading into all of the heated drama that we will get into. So, I'm 
anticipating next week. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a good episode. It was a solid episode. I really enjoyed seeing, you know, um Katie's relationship with her mother, how how that's mm-hmm. going and the relationship with um the woman who might be yes. the mother to her baby. So that was a good storyline. Mm-hmm. And just overall, it was a yeah. good. Yeah. Cuz we can see that relationship is getting weird. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like she didn't want to step on Sarah's toes, but now it seems like she is. So, yeah, we'll dig into all of that. Um but yeah, let's go ahead and start off with our favorite people. <laughs> Sarah and Nick, well my favorite. <laughs> On this episode. Um, But yeah, so as we saw, like, last week, Sarah was really in her feelings, and she told Nick to, she thinks he should leave. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of opens up with, like, him staying at, like, the home for the veterans. And at first, I was like, oh, no, sorry, you really left? (laughs) You're not playing that game? Like, how did you, what did you guys think about him actually, like, leaving? Um, well, you know, with Nick leaving, I was, I didn't want him to leave. I thought Sarah, um, did a little bit too much and Mm -hmm. I appreciate her apologizing to him, um, you know, and asking him to come back. But I do understand her position as well when she said that she would love for him to come back. But however, she has to think about her daughter, Katie, and she know Katie would probably be even more upset Mm -hmm. with her if, you know... He came back. So, you know, Gerard, I did have a question for you, too, regarding this situation. Um, how do you feel about it? Do you think that <clears throat> Sarah was being a little bit too difficult or too hard on Nick um, when she told him to leave um, after being upset? Uh, I, I, I don't want to say she's being too hard or difficult because when you hurt or wounded, you sometimes react. You know, um, it may not be the best reaction, but um, everybody's trying to protect themselves right now at this point, it seems like. So... I think that um, she may have thought that was the best decision for everyone involved. Um, Is it the best decision? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I don't know, because I love them both. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's the best decision, but I, I, I can't say I understand. Meaning that um, from a person who's been uh, wounded before, um, you do things. I mean, um, it's just animalistic. It's primal in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always the best decision, but if you're trying to protect yourself and your cub, you're willing to do whatever. You know, sometimes. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually didn't think about it yeah. from that perspective. Yeah. I just felt like, okay, yes, you know, everyone, he was wrong for not mm-hmm. sharing that information that he kind of possibly knew about Katie, but... I was kind of feeling like, do you have the right to kick him out of his home? But mm-hmm. it is like that's their home as well, and she kind of put him onto right. that apartment. So yeah, I guess if you feel like you need to be more protective, yeah. and the the number one thing that that uh, Sarah is thinking about is her daughter, mm-hmm. and so I, that's why, like you said, that's why she made that mm-hmm. that huge decision. It, yeah. it didn't surprise me once that uh, Nick decided mm-hmm. to move out because he seems like that type of guy. That stand-up mm-hmm. guy that he you know he's gonna 
he's going to respect her wishes. Mm-hmm. Even though if he doesn't agree with them, he's mm-hmm. still going to do it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think like my first response to that was kind of like, well, why are you leaving? Because maybe everyone needs to talk about it. That's how, how I felt. Like, don't just let someone push you out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, I, but you know, listening to you guys' opinions, I can see it like a different way. Like, so, it's just a selfless to act. Yeah. Like, right. um, sort of like what he's been trained to do, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Army, war, um, serving. Um, it's not always to your best interest, but it's to others sometimes. And that's, I think that's what he's operating off of. Because I remember, he, I think he tells Katie, uh, I came to to admit, you know, basically that I, I did wrong. Yeah. She was like, duly noted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I could appreciate that because, like, when she, she when he went to Liam's house to, to pop up on Katie and she's like, what's your excuse? Mm-hmm. And he was honest, like, I don't really have one. Right. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, he didn't try to sugarcoat it or, or, you know, get her to come, you know, back to him and forgive him. It's like, I don't, it is what it is kind of thing. And not in a, in a disrespectful way, but, like, you know, I'm just going to yeah. take ownership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, because I, I know that it is wrong. Maybe we can build from that, though. We can we can go from that as opposed to me lying, giving an excuse, and then trying to navigate through it. Then I'm gonna have to remember this lying excuse sometime later. I'm mm-hmm. letting you know. I, I mean, I don't know. I was young. I was ill-equipped. That's why he asked. He said, "When did you decide, you, you know, to keep or you mm-hmm. get rid of the baby? Like yeah. you act mm-hmm. like this is such, such an easy decision." You yeah. Know, uh, yeah. Let's, let's be, uh, okay, I know you're throwing stones, but, you know, yeah. let's be clear here. It's not as easy as it seems. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I just want to say I also appreciate him not even giving her an excuse because at this point I feel like Katie is like, I'm over it, I'm mm-hmm. tired of people... You know, but it, first of all, I'm tired of people lying to me right. or holding back the whole truth. And, you know, at this point, you know, Nick just wants to move forward, which I think is probably the best. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what happened. We can't change the past. I've mm-hmm. apologized for it. I can't keep on apologizing for it. So at this point, we just have to move on mm-hmm. and repair, you know, our relationship. So, yeah, but and Katie. Let's be clear. Uh, you're right. Let's be clear, y'all. It's a lot of people that don't even want to do that. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Right. Oh no, you're fine. The fact so yeah, the fact that he's even, you know, trying to move forward with it. But you know, Katie, she's so young and stubborn mm-hmm. and she already thinks she's grown. So she thinks she's grown. You know, that baby <laughs> that baby didn't do nothing but add to her thinking she was grown. So I'm like, it's gonna be hard to tell her anything. She thinks she is so grown. <laughs> she does. I'm just saying. She really does. But um, let's touch on Nick a little bit more. Because um, as we go through this episode, he has... So basically, everyone's passing around this box of Christmas decorations mm-hmm. that Patricia gave to um, Sarah to kind of lift her spirits. And then Sarah passes it on to Nick. And so he has it and he, he sees the snow globe, which kind of triggers his PTSD again. You know, mm-hmm. and now he's starting to... Things are coming back to him about everything he thought was from the war, he's mm-hmm. realizing some of these things are from 9-11. Because, like, the globe had the, the, the twin towers in it. Um, and then he's looking out, just kind of reminiscing, and then he, he's triggered. So then he goes to his old firehouse, and he finally finds the Rashad person mm-hmm. yeah. he's been looking for, thinking, like, he didn't know if he made him up, you know, because he was associating him with um, events of the war. But now we know where Rashad came from. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that was important to show, like, he had PTSD from that, too, because I think when people hear that, they just automatically think it's a it's a it's something from a war. Mm-hmm. You right. know, it's like, no, it's a, a traumatic experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can have PTSD in, like, anything. What did yeah. you guys think about that scene? Because actually, AJ, you kind of called it. You were yeah. like... 
That's probably I shot. predicted it. I said, you know what? Because something just, I felt it when he walked in there. Like, it was going to be some type of revelation. Mm-hmm. Something was going, he's going to find out something. So, um, yeah, and bring, looking at those pictures just really brought up those memories. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it could be nobody else but Rashad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was happy that he found out where that name had came from mm-hmm. or the memory had came from. So, he, you know, he can get some type of closure and, you know, not keep it on his mind. And he can kind of understand where that hurt or that trauma is actually mm-hmm. coming from. Because like you said, he thought it was from war. Yeah. But it wasn't even from war. It was from, you know, 9-11 and just being here in America. Mm-hmm. In America. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I'm glad they're, like you said, they're touching on that mm-hmm. because, you know, like you said, it's you're, you're not always going to get it from war. It can be it can be from any type mm-hmm. of disaster. Yeah. So it was really cool that they that they decided to bring back nine eleven mm-hmm. and to have you know this mystery guy be uh, be the person that's that's from that mm-hmm. fateful day. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Dry, did you have any um, thing to add to that scene? I, I just agree with with all of you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, the analysis of it. I, I think too that. Um, to add to it, just, you know, being from Chicago, PTSD, I think a lot of people walk around with it mm-hmm. and don't realize it. And I think, too, subconsciously, when you lose um, loved ones, I think subconsciously you you, you distance yourself from other loved ones because of, of fear of, of losing them or you something happening to you. And I think that sometimes traumatic experiences um, uh, trigger us to say, okay, I know I have a situation over here, but do I uh, address it because I could be gone tomorrow? There's a fear there, I think. Mm-hmm. Not since this was happening to him, but I think sometimes traumatic experiences can, can hinder you a little bit um, and, and, and prevent you from uh, giving your all in other situations mm-hmm. from fear of losing that person or something happening to you sometimes. And so you see a lot of... Uh, People uh, distance themselves from other loved ones sometimes and become yeah. isolated and loners mm-hmm. um, just in case, you know, because yeah. that pain is too much to, to, to bear, I think, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah. In a sense, yeah. he kind of has done it like a little bit because he was kind of like he came back to New York, but a little bit reluctant to, you know, come yeah. back and, and mm-hmm. be around Sarah and Katie and all this. So he actually kind of had a little bit um, yeah. of that in him. Um, but yeah, mm. so Sarah. Um, he went, so Nick went to Sarah to tell her, you know, that he finally realized who Rashad was, you know, and then they kind of have their moment and they come back together. They already had like a little bit of a moment at the bar, but I'm glad that they are both also like, we both kind of made mistakes in this situation Mm -hmm. and let's just kind of own up to it and just move forward. Like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. we can't keep, you know, apologizing to one another, blaming one another. Let's just move forward. So Mm -hmm. they made peace over gingerbread cookies. The best thing they do (laughs) for, for Katie Mm -hmm. is just to come together and try to like work it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with her, you know, having the baby and the baby's coming. I'm mm-hmm. uh, speaking of this baby now, Sarah. Like we said, she thinks she's grown. She's living <laughs> with Liam now, and he cooking her breakfast, <laughs> cooking breakfast. So cute, <laughs> kind of all. Is Liam real? Is he single? Like <laughs> that was a nice, a nice place an accent, for and her. you're making breakfast. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like French yeah. toast, fruit. Katie bacon. is living just... the life. She thinks she is. She thinks she is. She thinks she is. Because like, I don't know. Uh, she's. 
I don't know what she's gonna do when he goes to Berlin mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's in that house by herself. She doesn't have that to nice house all to herself. That's not a, that's not a bad thing for like a day or two, and then you have to <laughs> clean and all that stuff. And she hasn't really been taking care of a home. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I like that that Liam has kind of he's being a friend to her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, like a real friend right now. But um, so Katie has to go to her ultrasound, mm-hmm. and she invites I forget her name. Do you have the woman that um, might adopt the baby? Dana. No, mm. that's what's name's wife. Oh. Well, it's a brother. Name, yeah. Mother, uh, yeah, we know you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, we know. Yep. Just yeah. <laughs> proceed. We got that. We got you. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so she um she pops up at the at the um, nursing home to go with Katie to the ultrasound and Sarah didn't know that she was coming and like mm-hmm. the last time we saw the two of them Sarah and the possible adoptive mom you know they were having a moment where the mom noticed that their relationship isn't okay it's something weird here mm-hmm. but at the same time I think she's kind of also thinking for self, like, but I want this baby though. You know what I mean? If there's a possibility mm-hmm. I can have it, so I'm still going to show up and still going to be here. She's not like backing off. And so Sarah didn't even know she was coming. Like I said, and she was like really surprised and they had this awkward moment, mm-hmm. but Sarah's trying to be understanding because she knows it's more so kind of Katie, you know what I mean? That's like driving this wedge between them. So they all go to the doctor and then Sarah gets her little face crushed because one of the nurses said that, Katie went back to the thing with her mom. Yeah. And we could see, like, the devastation on Sarah's face. Like, she's already, like, going through it with the, the distance mm-hmm. that's been put between them. And then some. you think someone else is her mother. Right. Yeah, that was so difficult for Katie, I mean, for Sarah to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, just because even before the situation even happened, before she said it, just to see them, mm-hmm. because Sarah was watching them sitting there and, like, you know, bonding and being all lovey-dovey towards each mm-hmm. other. And, you know, it was difficult because, Sarah, that's like, I'm your mother, though. Mm-hmm. But you're not doing that with me. So, you know, I've been with you these 17 years. I've birthed you. And then you meet this lady that you haven't even known for more than a few months, mm-hmm. not even a year. And it's like she's replacing her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how Sarah felt. And it was hard. I mean, the receptionist, when she said that, oh, yeah. she's back there with her mom. And then, you know, Katie is such at a point in her life, like, this is an important a monumental moment, like, and she's back there having an ultrasound and didn't even include or wait for her mom. Yeah, yeah. insisted that, that they started before her. That, like, that was, was Katie. Katie doing too much. I done told y'all. Yeah, like, see, <laughs> it was that was that was so tough to watch just because Sarah knows that she, like she said, she's a good mom mm-hmm. and she knows everything that she sacrificed for Katie. So mm-hmm. when that happened, it was kind of like a slap in the face, right? Like. Like she said, she made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And so even though she made a mistake, she still feels that she should be yeah. respected yeah. by Katie. And I know what I said. I, I said last week, you know, I'm all for, you know, Katie acting however mm-hmm. she should act. But, you know what, I'm going to take it back because <laughs> when Sarah made that speech about, you know, everything that she did for her. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you know what, I am a good mom. I was like, wow, you know, I never really thought about yeah. that. You know, she sacrificed a lot. Mm-hmm. People make mistakes, even yeah. though this is... A huge mistake, but at the same time, it's still a mistake. Yeah. You're, we're human. 
we have to learn and grow yeah, from it. You have so, to forgive me. Like, I'm your mom. I'm the only person that's going to be there for you no right, matter what. Right. Like, mm-hmm. the only one. And I like what Sarah said to her because Katie's like, I'm on my own. I'm strong, blah, blah, blah. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm strong because I made you strong. Yeah. Yeah. Mike. I was like, okay, mom. <laughs> you know, but that's facts. It was like, you're strong because of me, mm-hmm. you know, because you saw everything that I did. I never folded. Like, I never let you see, you know what I mean? Like, right. everything that I was going through, I always, I kept us up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I held us up. And you are, you are who you are because of me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if you want to cut me out, that's fine, but understand who you are. You come from me at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You can cut me out physically, but, like, not emotionally, you know what I mean? Like, I am your mom. I am a good mom, like you like you were saying that she said to her, which was facts. And I think it's, it, it, it hit Katie. Mm-hmm. She understood it because not only that, even before the speech, she got very emotional at the ultrasound. So mm-hmm. emotional, You know, yeah. where it was like, oh, I don't think, I don't think you're getting this baby later. Yeah, it's you not. Know? No, it was very, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think fear, too, plays a big role. Um, I think Katie, a lot of times, I think it's her fear speaking to her. Mm-hmm. I think that knowing, you know, this secret came out, it, it kind of makes you think, like, damn, you know, did you want me? Did, mm-hmm. did you did you know what you were doing? Because it's going to indicate what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, because yeah. this, it probably triggers some of her, like, that's probably why she can't. The fact that they're trying to think about what to do with the baby, she's probably thinking, did my mom want to get rid of me? Mm-hmm. Like, she's just in this position. Right. And do my mom resent me? Because this, that, and the th- all these different thoughts, it, it's like a mirror, in a sense, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So when the mother goes to her and says, I'm a good mom, I did this, I did this, let's not get it twisted. I know you're upset <laughs> and you're angry, but the fear that you had, have, I had. Mm-hmm. I actually got the blueprint. So if you actually listen to me, we can get through this thing together. Mm-hmm. I know you're upset. I know you're mad, but I made a mistake. The first thing is admitting it and noticing it, but know that I'm here. Lean on me and use me because you didn't come with a manual. Mm-hmm. You're blessed to have one with your baby. Like, do not get it twisted. I am good. I am here. And for her daughter to hear that, I think mm-hmm. it kind of gave us some confidence to say, damn, I do got some help. Some people out here and they do love me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am ah, fear though. When you're scared, man, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that is you respond a different so way. True. You know? That's true. And she's 17 years old. You know, like she's gonna be terrified. You know, she's she's pregnant. Never been pregnant in her life, and she's 17 and pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, she finds out this huge secret. You know, she she. Feels alone, probably. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's terrified. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know, I agree um with what you said, Gerard. And I also, you know, want to add to that. You know, basically, yeah, that's true. Katie is basically trying to figure out why her parents kept her to so for that to be a reason why she wants to keep her baby. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, she's just mirroring her feelings on how she felt because she felt like nobody wanted her. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you know, my dad didn't want me and oh, mom, you only kept me for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she has all these reasons about why she think that they kept her and I don't think anything was out of they wanted to keep her mm-hmm. or it was out of love. It was like, well, nobody really wanted me, so she's just reflecting that on her unborn baby. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm just going to get my baby away yeah. too. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, but I think after that speech, she started to feel it. She was like bawling while she was making, I think she was making gingerbread cookies as well because I saw Mm -hmm. her with the flour. So she's just like bawling at this point because I think she realized both like I do have help from my mom and maybe I don't have to give my child up. You know what I mean? Like I can, we can get through this, you know, but she's still, she's still torn though. She's still in this place. Like poor thing. That's a lot to go through. I think she's going to keep the baby. I think she is. There's no way she's going to get it. Gerard, what's she going to do with the baby? <laughs> Find out. I, I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't know what's going on. We'll talk off air. He said, "Oh no, I need the secrets. Give me the secrets." <laughs> Man, speaking of secrets, though, Miss uh-huh. Patricia. Oh, uh-huh. her little she, side piece or listen, potential, potential side, side piece. piece. Everybody I was I, go ahead, get I threw my notebook down because I was like at one point I was like you better not I was not. about to be so you mad at her first of yeah. all <laughs> first of all I thought that she was about to take that bottle of champagne yeah. and go up to that room yeah. I'm like oh Patricia's trying to live her life before she leaves right I'm like she like listen I'm, I'm going through all in. this cancer let me just go ahead She's and like, live I get a life. pass I get what? a pass I get a pass tonight Yo. right so the guy she meets this guy at the bar Andre and she introduces herself, and she's introduced herself as Madeline. Girl, she changed her name. Oh, Look, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. I was just so, I was, because I like Patricia and Ron. I think they're like that good couple, that couple mm-hmm. that you look up to. And I was like, don't do this, Patricia. But don't break my heart. Barbay, I call him Barbay because we don't know his name. Well, did we know his yeah, name? Andre. But it's Andre. Okay. I actually like Barbie. Barbie. Barbie did look a little good. So, you know, if she did go up there to the room, I wouldn't have been mad. What? What? <laughs> What is wrong with you? Sorry, I'm just being. Listen, live your life, sis. No, no. she's married. No, no. she married. I didn't. I didn't say they had to do anything. She could have just enjoyed champagne. See, y'all thinking. See, where y'all mad? No, you would enjoy. Who just enjoyed champagne like too much in a room with somebody, a hotel room with someone? Listen, like it was clear. It's cold outside, so come on. It was clear uh-huh. what he wanted from like the time he saw right. her. No, he she should have just. He was all Gerard, smooth. What you think? What what you think? No, I think she made the right decision to take. Her <laughs> right, thank you. This this the thing too. Again, I think that the episode, again, fear man, and she and it showed. I think it was a moment to show why she is strong and why that union is so tight. Um, I hope I, I hope to have a relationship like that to where I know my lady. I know her. Mm-hmm. She knows me, and I. And she knows that despite what we're going through, I'll make the best rational decision. I think it's just a reflection of how strong she is, mm-hmm. and that she she's she's kind of the glue. She's tough. She's strong, mm-hmm. and for her to make that decision, like you said, it could we've been put in positions where we're like, it ain't going good anyway. So, you know, why not burn the house down? <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But on the other hand, she's like, you know, there's hope there. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we maybe I should be home with my husband so we can figure this out together. Mm-hmm. And, and then right there, it brings you closer in a sense when you make good decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, bec- now you become more vulnerable to your partner, and I think that you can become more problem solvers. And I think that's why their relationship lasts so long. Mm-hmm. She's been there before. She's been in them situations before. That was child's play. You got to think she's an older woman, True. A woman, a woman. So that's child's play. She, that's why she played along for a little bit. It's cute. Oh, it's cute. Okay. But let me go ahead, man. I've done this before. You, you, you. Obviously, this is what you do at this ball day. 
That's why you're here. Facts. I, this ain't, this ain't listen, the first time. Let me tell you something, because if I told you what I had going on, you'd probably be a run. True. So it's like, eh, it ain't really worth it. Why, you yeah. know, why risk it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't yeah. worth it. You might end up with more problems going coming out of that situation than going in. So she's probably like, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and get back to home. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so yeah. he had to enjoy that bottle of champagne all by himself. All by himself. Oh, <laughs> he, probably went, he probably went back to the lobby and picked Shout somebody Mario else up. People, man. Mario Van Peebles is a legend right there. Shout out to him, man. He did a good job. It's uh, Barbe, a.k.a. Andre. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cool seeing Mario Van Peebles. I haven't seen him in a minute. Um, yeah. in front of the camera because I know he's uh, yeah, does exactly. stuff. yeah 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 behind yeah. the camera um, but but like Patricia's um, decision to not you know ruin her marriage um, goes to show how strong their relationship is but on the flip side it also the way Ron responded to her it shows you know how strong their relationship is mm-hmm. as well because he knows noticed um, her alert for her chemo appointment mm-hmm. but she told him she had to go to work you know, and he let it go. He didn't, you know, so what's this? And at the end of the day, he goes, you know, I, I'm trying to give you the space you wanted. You know what I mean? And he did not grill her about it at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like, how was your appointment? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, do people really respond like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just have never seen that where I, for, I feel like, oh. yeah, in real life, someone would be grilling the person. Like, so why didn't you tell me about yeah. your appointment? Because it's about us, right? We make it about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if, if any one of you say to me, like, you know, I got to go do this thing, or if, I, if I'm in some a situation with you, we sometimes can make it about ourselves because, again, fear. I don't want nothing to happen to you because if something happened to you, it ultimately happens to me. I'm hurt now. So did you do it as opposed to what, what do you feel? Are you OK? Just make check in on the person and make it about the person, and, and which is hard. Man, that's hard to do. That's a skill. Mm-hmm. I don't want that because even as kids, you make it about yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you yeah, know. So true. as an adult, I, you know, like you said, it's a very selfless thing, which is a, a dope example for a lot of us who are trying to grow in that area. I know I am, and it's tough. It's yeah. tough as hell. Yeah. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> real, tough. recognize real. Yeah. And this is Ron's <laughs> second go around, you know. Yeah. So ah. he kind of he mm. kind of knows what to do and he's mm-hmm. he's done this before so he knows yeah. that she wants her space and yeah, yeah. i was actually mm-hmm. feeling for him and for a moment like oh this poor guy like you know but i'm not going to put that on patricia patricia is going to make it through but still you are going through something traumatic mm-hmm. with another uh yeah. wife of yours that's mm-hmm. got to be hard yeah agree agree well, before we go to our next subject, let's get a message from our network really quickly. Well, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and helping to make us the ESPN of TV Talk. And if you're watching us right now on YouTube, give us a like and comment, subscribe, let us know how much you love us. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and also leave a comment. No matter where you are, show us some love and make sure you tell everyone. And also, thank you so much for hopping into the live chat. We are reading your comments and we appreciate you so much. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in. Alrighty, so um, Gerard, let's go ahead and get into your character. Mm. Uh, ben, because I got some questions. Some questions. Ben, I got questions. questions. Who would have thought Ben would be in a love triangle? That's crazy. Crazy, right? <laughs> ben. So, you know, Ben, I got to call you Ben. Yeah. You know, Gerard, I have a question. So, but I have suspicions about Ava. I just don't think Mm-mm. she's genuine. I do not think that 
we disagree. I think that she is setting you up because you yep. know if you remember from the when the season first started, she still hasn't told you the whole truth. Mm-hmm. You still don't know the whole. You know she didn't tell you about her paperwork. She kind of told you a half truth. So I just really think that Ava is playing you. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one, and they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. I don't think she's genuine. <laughs> yeah. I think she's using you so she can stay in America. How do you feel? I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to think that way. I, I can't say that. What I will say is that, again, um, I keep using this word fear. Fear seems to be at play like here uh, since the beginning. Meaning that um, uh, fear can conjure up a lot of different things. I don't want to. I don't want to think uh, as as the consumer or or as Ben that she's playing me. I think that you know we're trying to figure it out. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that route and say that you know everybody's doing the best they can with the resources they have, and hopefully we come up with a solution. Mm. You know, you know in the, the live chat, <laughs> in the live yeah. chat, Mion, she said shady Ava. We shady. all think she's shady. I disagree. We, ben is the only one. That's because he doesn't have that women's intuition. No, I, I um, don't. <laughs> Men, I am before calling you go, it. Before you go, men are always getting confused. I feel like some of with Alba, but go ahead. I'm uh-huh. calling it. I guarantee you, season finale, when it happens, there's not going to be any big revelation okay. about Ava. I do have a question, though. Yeah. Are you Team Ava or Team Dana? Or your Ooh. character, Team Ava or Team Dana? As mm. a viewer, what do you think? Mm. How would you do that, man? You know what? Um, I can't really say who, who what's happening here, but as the person that viewed it when I saw it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, this is interesting." Um, wonder what he's thinking here because, again, um, if we keep in mind that um, the tragic tragedy happened, I think twenty four months prior. It's not a long time, mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't that they had a bad relationship. It's just the death strained the relationship. Um, and what you'll find out in the next couple episodes what really took place during that time of trying to cope with with the loss of their child. Um, As far as Ava's concerned, I think he really does love her. I think he cares for her, and I think that this situation she's in, for some reason, is drawing him closer to her. Like, he feels like he wants to help her more, Um, which is interesting about us as people. Um, We feel like we want to be needed, Especially when if you if you had a loss where you couldn't do anything, like he couldn't even save his own son. So for 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 anybody to feel like they need him, it could do something to your ego and it could do something to your heart. It can make you feel like, OK, I revived now. I'm, I'm needed. Somebody loves me. So I can't say as he, if he's team Ava or team Dana. I think he's kind of, you know, um, trying to figure it out himself. You know, I think he loves Ava, though, and I think he, of course, he loves Dana because there's history there that you mm-hmm. can't take away. So um, I don't know. You guys will have to see mm-hmm. uh, 
what happens. Now, because Ava did say this to to your character where she was like, do you love us, speaking of her and her son, or are you just trying to fill a void and have a family yeah. again? Do you think it, that it's, that's a part of it too? Like, not only being needed, but like wanting to have that family unit again. Of course, right? Nostalgic is, is wanting, that, wanting that thing back that made you feel whole. And um, this, this is a resemblance of that. Um, and there's so many nuances in it that we could talk about, but uh, you know, she might be right. She might be wrong. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that again, um, situations, man, it's hard to navigate and articulate, articulate when, when your feelings involved or when you think you, you're missing something or you lost something and, and, and you know, um, you try to make it work one day at a time, not even one day at a time, one moment at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be good. I'll I tell you that. It's, it is. I, I, yeah. I was like the first wait. episode of this show. It, I was it hooked. Crazy. Yeah. It get, hey, it get crazy. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, Gerard. Blink twice. It's right. something. <laughs> don't say anything. Just right. blink. It gets crazy, man. Yeah. I think they showed a glimpse of it for the next episode, but it gets yeah. easy, yo. It gets insane. Ooh, I can't okay. wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets crazy. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Taking yeah. a step away from the show a little bit, we just want to ask you some questions to get to know you better and our viewers to get to know you better a little bit more as well. So um, you are from Chicago, as we all know, just like all of us. Yes. It's a wonderful place. Southside. Right? What made you get into acting? Uh, honestly, because uh, I started around 2011, 2010, 2010. Okay. It was, it was uh, post-college. I went to college. I played a little basketball, and I tried to pursue it professionally, and that was a dud. And uh, found myself being a little bit depressed and, and, and sleeping on my sister's couch at the time. Um, I Googled acting classes. Okay. I Googled it because I thought it would help, like, take my mind off some things. And somebody told me um, it can help with depression and things like that. And uh, I Googled it. And um, this studio downtown Chicago called Acting Studio Chicago, which is still there, uh, and a good friend of mine now, Rachel Patterson, who runs it, I reached out to her and was like, yo, um, I want to take one of the classes. She's like, okay, well, you got to pay for it. And I was like, all right. But I don't have, I think it was like 300 bucks for the class. I was like, damn, we do, we do it every day. Like, with $300 is a lot of money. And she was like, you know. And so I didn't have the money at the time, so we did like a barter system. I told her, like, I'll take the trash out and, like, change the light bulbs and things like that in the studio. And she agreed to it. And so now they got a word program, a fast forward, and just did mm-hmm. then I started doing like plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then um went overseas, studied a little bit, and then um yeah, I just started really taking a liking to it. And I tried to implement the things I learned from sports into uh this arena. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's been going pretty cool. Yeah, now you mentioned yeah. you were in play, so you were in the play uh, Native Son. And yeah. you're also yeah. in the the movie version that's on HBO and I believe on Netflix. So yeah, just was, just 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 uh, HBO. Just HBO. Just, okay. Was yeah. this like a, a full circle moment? Like, were the same people involved in the play as in the movie, or did it just kind of happen like that? That you were in the play and the movie. Uh, yeah, it just kind of happened. Okay. Uh, what, what, it, what it was like a. It was interesting because I did the play at least three times, and then I saw that they were doing a movie production, and by the grace of God, I was connected to. Um, I was connected to some of the folks uh, 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 
who were at the realm at the helm of the movie. Mm-hmm. But the lead role was already gone. Shout out to Ashton, who did an incredible job. That's my homie right there. But the director, him and I talk. I was doing a play at the time at Yale. And uh, I came up to New York to talk to the director. He's like, yo, I can't get you the lead. It's already cast, but I got this other role, Gus, man. I was like, I'm in, dude. It's all good. And uh, uh, by the grace of God, they, they trusted me with being a part of their production. That's, you know, yeah, shout really out cool. uh, Rasheed Johnson, Michael Sherman, and Bowen Arrow Productions, and all those guys. And then Nambi, Kelly, and Surrett, and everybody else. Yeah. That's awesome. pretty dope. What, yeah. uh, what drew you to uh, your character, Ben? I, I think the fact that he was dealing with some trauma and um, not allowing it to break him in a sense. Um, and uh, I think that 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 and him overcoming um, sorry uh, yeah sorry uh, sorry was, somebody was texting me but yeah <laughs> um, no worries I, I think I think that him overcoming the trauma and the issues that he has, I thought was dope. I thought it was selfless. Um, Cause I, I, I share some similar uh, pains that he has. And then also that, you know, he wants to help people, you know, even in the midst of all of that, I think that's pretty dope, you know? Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, AJ, any questions? Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we get out of here, what we like to do is we usually do uh, predictions for like next week's episode. So okay. I know you can't give us any spoilers, but maybe you can give like a prediction from a viewer's point of view. Uh-huh. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Some slick stuff you just did. That was good. You got me over here. Okay. Um, what I can say is buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> No, 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 That's no. It? No, no, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. You'll start to see um each character kind of kind of start to fill out even more. And some things you thought was gonna go one way, it might go another way. Mm. It's go it's gonna throw you some curveballs. It's what you want, right? Yeah. Um, um it's what you want in, in, a, in a in a TV show. <laughs> you know, and so it's like uh I, I, I think that. I think that uh, definitely yeah, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, you from yeah. Chicago, Chicago. Right. I feel you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I, I think that tune in because I feel like the characters you think are gonna go one way, it's gonna go another way. Yeah. So it's okay. gonna be cool. All right. Yeah. Well. Okay. What are you guys' predictions? My predictions. I feel like something's gonna happen with Katie and that baby. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe she is going to have a miscarriage. You know, I'm. I'm not. I don't hope she does, but according to the um, the snippets mm-hmm. or the previews, it you know, yeah. I feel like something tragic is going to happen for them to come together and refocus. Mm, okay. Mm. I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to happen to the baby. I think they're trying to trick us mm-hmm. with that preview. I think there's going to be a scare, mm-hmm. but Katie is going to have, she's going to be split because now she's 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 going to wonder, should I keep the baby mm-hmm. Or should I give it up like I originally yeah. planned to? I think that accent is actually going to sway her into wanting to keep the baby. Because the fear, like the the her being scared and she's going to go kind of into mom mode, that's going to mm-hmm. be like one of the 
kind of one of the first moments that lullaby was the first moment, but I think she's really going to go into protective. Like once she gets to a moment of like, she's thinking about the baby before herself. Right. And I think that's going to happen with this, with this accident. And she's going to decide like, I'm going to keep this baby. That's what I think is going to happen. And I think this is so random, but I just feel like just for the drama, I think that, um, what did I call her? War Bay. It's gonna come back. Oh yeah, I forgot. About Widow that. Bay. That's what I call yeah. her. Widow Bay. I think Widow she, Bay. Yes. <laughs> Widow Bay. I think oh, she's gonna come bad. sneaking around. What's happening? Well, let's let's keep. They can't y'all see, they y'all can't in the game, no, She got the bar bay. She got the war. <laughs> what you call it, the war bay? No, I thought you were doing a little dance. So, yeah, war here. bay, Widow Bay. Um, but yeah, so I think she's gonna um, pop back up. She's gonna cause drama. Shake some things up even more. Yep. Well, guys, um, I guess we will have to wait till next week to see all of this drama Can't unfold. Wait. And we will thank you, Gerard, so much for Skyping in with us. Like I said, I know it's super late, but thank you for joining us tonight and joining us with this conversation of the episode. Thank you, man. We yes. appreciate it. And where I can we you guys. I'm humble. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. Again, I'm a big fan and uh, much success to, you, success to you guys, and thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Give us a social media handle. Where can we find you at? Uh, Instagram is Gerard J. Haynes, uh, J-E-R-O-D-J, Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S. Uh, Twitter is Mr. Gerard Haynes, <laughs> uh, uh, J-E-R-O-D-H-A-Y-N-E-S. So, yeah, yeah, check me out, and I appreciate you. Thank you so yes. much for this. Thank, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you again, maybe. Yes. Do you have any upcoming um, projects or anything you want to um, let anyone know? Not at the time. Not at mm-hmm. the time. Um, trying to get some things rolling, actually, mm-hmm. but nothing solid at the time. Um, so, yeah, yeah, actually, I just shot a, a short that we're working on based on father's fatherhood and things mm-hmm. like that father's day something that happened to me on father's day we shot a little short speaking to that and uh the relationship between the fathers in our community mm-hmm. and um how it needs to be talked about a little bit more um uh with the other actor michael k williams is my father so mm-hmm. i'll keep you guys posted nice. on that oh okay. yeah that should really be dope cool. yeah well, literally shot it yesterday oh wow so, yeah, yeah 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 so hopefully cool. we, we hoping to get that thing out on father's day so we'll see what happens yeah. Well, thank you again, and uh, yep. So hopefully we will see you again. Oh, we gonna- check out. I got a film. I got a film on Amazon Blueprint. Check you just that out. Forget about all your work. Like, no, nah, yeah, I ain't got. Blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> um, blueprint on- with uh, talking about PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Friend, a friend's uh, is murdered by the police, and but you see how he deals with it. The aftermath. Oh, a lot wow. of movies you only we always see what happened leading up to it, mm-hmm. but uh, how does it make us feel when we left with that? How do we, you know, cope with that, with our, you know, vices and things like that? Mm-hmm. So you should check it out. And it's based in Chicago on the South Side. I used a lot of my friends and family in it. And it's a raw and emotional film. So yeah. check it out on Amazon called Blueprint. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Check Thanks, that out, man. Too, yes. So make sure you guys follow uh, Gerard and follow his work and everything. And we are going to keep our fingers crossed and pray us up for a season two of The Village. Yes. Because I love this show. I definitely want this show to come back. And we want to see you again, Gerard. So thank you for stopping by again. Much love. Be good. All right. right. Well, guys, like I said, so next week we will see if all these predictions come true. Once again, I am your host, Elle Marie. You guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Elle Marie TV. Everyone, I'm AJ. Follow me on Instagram at Crimson Pearl. And check out my YouTube channel, AJ Talks. What's up, guys? I am Benny Adams. You can find me on all social media at Benny J. Adams. We'll see you all next week. See you guys later.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.